Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there our Stevie Moore with Part of the Problem. Thank you so much, Katie from Personal Injury Records, for sending me this and another. R. Stevie Moore LP. This is from the R. Stevie Moore LP, Glad Music. And again, we heard part of the problem on Personal Injury Records from Brooklyn, New York. And today on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with, from Long Island, New York, R.A. the Rugged Man. R.A. the Rugged Man from Long Island on 
the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Right now, going to play something else that was sent to me. This was sent to me by Alex from Grave Mistake Records. Thank you so much, Grave Mistake Records. Alex, we are going to hear the legendary Night Birds on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with the track ads in my eyes thank you again for this release grave mistake records alex here's the night birds the legendary night birds they're not called the legendary night birds i just calling the legendary night birds because they are incredible the night birds born to die in suburbia and as i mentioned we are going to hear ads in my eyes on the nardwar the human serviette radio show Calgary, he had a sight 
Edmonton, Chilliwack, Okanagan, way vibrations, yeah, right. I took a mod mad world and a little wit, like the West Coast that was of my bag. Yeah, slashing through that swinging west, like a log on a leaping stake. A lot of truth in my brain. <laughs>
you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there the cake with extroverted introverted from Los Angeles, California, circa the mid 60s. And before that, Toy Love with Frogs featuring Chris Knox from the Tall Dwarfs. And before that, the Seabert Brothers with Hippie West. The Seabert Brothers from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm pretty sure. And to begin that little set there, we had ads in my eyes by the Nightbirds on Grave Mistake Records. Coming up, an interview with R.A. the Rugged Man from Long Island. And to prepare you for R.A. the Rugged Man, I thought I would play you something by the Cambodian Space Project. This was sent to me by the amazing fellows and ladies at Metal Postcard Records. Thank you, Metal Postcard Records, home of pears from Shanghai. And they sent me this release by the Cambodian Space Project, who are from Cambodia. And this is one of the first recordings from Cambodia since 1975. And we are going to hear a go-go by the Cambodian Space Project, again on Metal Postcard Records. And if you're interested in more information on the Cambodian Space Project from Cambodia, check out CambodianSpaceProject.com. Then we are going to play something by... Mishi Me from Toronto, Jamaican Funk, one of R.A. Rugged Man's favorite female artists. And after that, gonna play some R.A. Rugged Man with Talib Kweli, and then we're gonna hear an interview with R.A. The Rugged Man. So, right now on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, here is the Cambodian Space Project with A Go Go. Thank you again, Metal Postcard Records.
Carry it on our shoulders I keep my friends close And the devils lie closer When the freedom riders approach them They appetize for vultures Soldiers of fortune And never no match for soldiers of culture My flow is so fucking honest You said you wanted to hear it You lied Cause all you wanted was for me To lift up the spirits The truth is ugly And trust me the I 
Himalayas You touch me, you think you're tough, leave us toothless as rugby players From Sufi to soothsayers, discussing the true saviors We move with the gangsters, it's sweeter than fruit flavors The booth slayer, proving it's futile to hide from us You misguided, this missile saw a suicide bomber Taking orders from the mullah, waiting for karma to pull up They stone just no match for bullets, it's rarely ratchets to full up Got a race in the mean a lie, like the chase on the wood a cop car Like this honor and being a martyr and a terrorist It's the rock stars, dodging the Abu Dhabi or dodging the paparazzi Still probably as popular as swastikas for Nazis The cops protect the property properly when they crack a head Murderers get as cocky as Perseus when the cracking dead I wonder what be running through these crackers' heads And why niggas are spilling more blood than Cincinnati cats with black and red I take an act effect, go back to bed Allergic to the fumes, having a funeral for the news Cause the facts is dead And trust is gone from the neocons to Barack Obama America eats his young from Casey Anthony to the Octomom Fixing and mix it up like martial arts in the octagon I spit the fire to burn down Babylon Take a piece of America back, back. You are going to learn It's called truth Death by suicide bomb Protestants, Bibles, or Quran or Islam From Genghis Khan to Vietnam I can smell the napalm Rape victims, rip stockings Redneck clan members Doing church bombings Innocent fetuses being aborted With no options Humans, government ruin them Worrying what weapons Could be used to be nuking them Jesus was crucified in Jerusalem Slaves treated like property To Pearl Harbor To Hiroshima To Nagasaki Adolf Hitler To every murderous Nazi To the Gambinos To the Gottis To every mafia atrocity Child pornography Babies starving and dying in poverty Serbians fighting Croatians In Yugoslavia Muslim women being Raped up to 40,000 in the war bonds Near the 50 million killed in the second world war The government poisoning the minds and the bodies of the babies That are born poor Airplanes blown up by Islamic extremists and religion There's always drama where the worship in the prophet The Muhammad and Jesus More pox than Napoleon Troops dying from typhus From the Spanish flu to the Black Plague Today it's the AIDS virus Bodies in coffins Political extortions Racist mobs murdering Willie Turks Michael Griffith and Yusuf Hawkins Check the murder raiders and human nature The murder and hate The Catholic Church claim women were witches And burn them at the stake Pedophile predators is attacking 38 Beretta used by Gandhi's assassin 16 bullets in Malcolm it happened of town Manhattan a homicide Reagan 80s epidemic a cracking soldiers in action dying in Iraq and never coming back and now let's take a piece of America back you will only learn it's called truth 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 Who are you? I'm R.A. the Rugged Man. R.A. the Rugged Man, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you. I like being here. R.A., because you love boxing, I thought I'd give you a gift to welcome you to Vancouver. What we have here is a special poster of Hagler and... And Leonard, but you know what's weird about this? I had this exact poster on my wall when I was a kid. The same exact poster. That's, that's, that's pretty bizarre. You didn't know that. You, you're not that fucking psychic, but... Yo, I appreciate it. I love it. Well, this is a special one for Vancouver because, look, live on closed circuit. Check out what it says right there if you want to read that out. Incoming signal is scrambled. You will not see this fight at any other locations. Don't miss this great fight. Get your tickets early. Wow, it's a great poster. Great poster. Yeah, I had had the fucking thing on my wall. That's crazy. As a kid, 11 years old, I had this fucking thing on my wall. Good call there, Nardwa. Good one. (laughs) Now, we have to welcome you to Vancouver there. Yeah, it was great welcome. I love it. I love it. Oh, all right, here you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I want to ask you about your good friend, Mishi. Oh, Mishi Me. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's the first Canadian MC 
ever, female, male, whatever, to get to get a, a major record deal. She signed Atlantic Records. She used to roll with Scott LaRock. She used to roll with uh, Karis One. She used to roll with Audio Two and Milk D and and Positive K. And she was a Canadian, a c- Canadian girl. So uh, Missy's a good, 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 and she's a great rapper still today. And uh, we're gonna collab eventually. Yeah, she, she's a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. It's a great record. Look how young she looks. Mitchie, what's up, Mitch? <laughs> That's great. Wow. Jamaican funk. All right, the rugged man. I was curious. Growing up, did you beat up your teachers? <laughs> oh, uh, there was some times where we got in a little trouble in school. I got in a lot of trouble in school. I used to break the desks and... We got to a point one time where they had me in like a self-contained class with just me and like a guard at the fucking desk. And it was I was I was a troublemaker as a kid, you know, you know, a loudmouth kid in school. I always got some shit to say. One time, one time the teacher said, oh, it's, she dissed Muhammad Ali because she was telling me Shakespeare. I'm like, ah, fuck. I said something about Muhammad Ali. And she, she I threw the Shakespeare book at her. I got a little stupid trouble I used to get in. Yeah, yeah. Or you were hanging out with stimulation. Who's stimulation? <laughs> you, you sort of picture the dude with the big afro, stimulation and pro. You're crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, stimulation was a uh, you know tall kid from the hood. He had the big kid and play afro, and uh, you know he used to be he used to sing and dance and rap. And his his partner was proficient, which is a Puerto Rican rapper who r- rapped bilingual back then. And he's a cop now. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, how the fuck did he know that one? Yeah, psychopath. Yeah, stimulation, proficient as a cop. Miguel, we call him Miguel the cop now. Yeah, I'm not gonna give his last name, but yeah, one of the kids I grew up with, one of my MC partners, became a police officer. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of crazy for knowing that one. Yeah. Long Island, Strong Island. You have to know all about. Yeah, yeah. I particularly want to ask you about what can you tell the people about the Strong Islanders, JVC. JVC Force, yeah. I'll tell you about this. This is Kirkus Al. And when I was about 14 years old, I used to go to Charlie Murata's studio. He did all the EPMD records and, you know, all of that stuff. And Kirkus Al was the engineer, but I owned this record already. So I was there like, yo, he, isn't he a millionaire? Because I thought anybody who had a record out was a millionaire. So I'm like, why? I guess he just loves music so much that he's engineering music. But I didn't know he had to do that for money, you know? So yeah, Kirkus Al, when I was 14 or 15, I used to go to that studio. He used to be my engineer. Did you know that? You didn't know that. Did you know that? Oh, okay. Because I was like, wow, if you knew that. Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah JVC Force Strong Island and they made quite an impact with that record it was a good record yeah a few other Strong Islanders want to ask you about these particular individuals right here the granddaddy IU yeah yeah IU was a great rapper in his day and, and he had this really dirty song called Girl in the Mall he also wrote uh, Roxanne Chante has this great great um, song called Big Mama where she dissed Latifah and Light and dissed all the female rappers and IU wrote the rhyme for her supposedly yeah yeah should I flip to the next one yeah, we have son of uh, uh, son of berserk. Son yeah. of berserk. That's Long Island, isn't it? Strong Island, baby. He was down with Chuck D and and, and the whole Public Enemy and and Johnny Juice and 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 the Bomb Squad and and he made wild. He was like a wild crazy, almost like a hip hop James Brown, but like more just unorthodox, bizarre guy, you know, son of berserk, yeah, yeah. The Smith Haven Mall. <laughs> yeah, that was a mall I grew up going to, so when I wrote that song, uh, I said, ah, I called Smith Haven Mall. I wrote this whole fantasy rhyme about going in there and doing bad things to the people in it, and, and you know, you know, that's, yeah, that's the mall. I, I was banned from there, the fucking security guards, oh, every time I, wa- as soon as I walked in, you're not allowed here, I had to get the fuck out of Smith Haven Mall, and that was before Facebook, so, or any of that shit, so that's the only way you got laid, you go to the mall and get phone numbers and shit, and they, that was like my, how do I get laid if I'm not allowed in Smith Haven Mall, what the fuck, <laughs> so that was hurt, hurt me when they kicked me out of that place, you know? And now your lyrics are on a plaque outside, courtesy Jay Shet. 
shell, right? Could you explain about that? Yeah, well, that was bizarre because he, the, the boy put signs of, you know, Big L lyrics in Harlem and, and say Kane lyrics in Brooklyn. I didn't know the dude would drive all the way the fuck out to Long Island far, deep, because Smith Haven Mall is far. That's like a two-hour car ride. The dude got in his car, drove all... I understand going to the boroughs because that's close. So he went all the way to Long Island to, uh, to put that sign up there. Yeah, yeah. All right, the record man, people might have seen you in this video right here, Busted... Busted Loop. By Yagfu? Yeah, Yagfu Front. You are going to get fucked up if you front. They were signed to Mercury Records. Kenyatta Bell signed them. And uh, there was a group in North Carolina. And my mother lived in North Carolina. So I went there, started going to the you know the, the little urban clubs. And I met these boys. They said, oh, we got a record deal on Mercury. I said, get the f- you got a deal? I want to get a deal. You know, I was like 17 or some shit. So these dudes uh, was went to New York to record the album. And they were working with like Diamond D and all these name artists. I said, oh shit, Diamond D, you know? So, uh, oh, we're shooting a video. You got to play the we're gonna carjack this dude and we want you to chase us with an axe after we carjack you so they carjacked me out the car and I shot all this footage of me chasing him with an axe but then the label cut the footage of me chasing him with an axe so I just basically got car fucking jacked you know I didn't get my revenge in the video but yeah this is, is another rare one you, you did a good job on that Nardwa you're good, pretty good they say they say he's good at his job he's pretty goddamn good yeah and that's deranged and damaged there's Jingle Bell and that, that's my man Spinforth yep yep they were R.A. The Rugged Man, here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, but there's a video out there of R.A. The Rugged Man live in a dusty basement in Bellingham. What's that about? Well, that was what, what happened is I was on a tour in California. And somebody said, hey, will you um, play at my birthday party? I said, eh. He said, yeah, we'll give you, you know, 1500 or something just to come to my birthday party. It was on the way. So I said, all right, deposit seven fifty into this account, and, and, and you know, I'll, I'll come by and do a little rhyme, and you, you know, so I do shit like uh, p- people in my crew like got pissed at me, like you can't that devalues you, you can't do that, but fuck that. I showed up, and there was a bunch of kids swarming the place, and I did a little whole set for the kids, and everybody was happy, and and you know, you know, whatever. I, I got some money; it made like a memorable night forever for these people. You know, to them that's a big deal. An artist coming their house, so so you know, it was pretty cool. You know, I, I know like the backlash people oh you can't do that you know like similar when Capadonna was like in the cab there's oh you can't do that but we could do whatever the fuck we want we, you know we, we who we are if somebody wants to pay me to go to their birthday party and spit a verse whatever you know all right the record man how come you're not on this picture wise because yeah, jared and, and you explain to the people right now i'll tell you because 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 raucous is a bunch of fucking assholes and i should have been on this and what happened is <laughs> jared i, I kind of like you but i was a little offended by this but what happened is because politically i had a record deal with priority records and you know a lot of these artists were signed directly to um, um, raucous and I didn't do a deal with raucous I did the deal with priority so they put like you know priority artists that they were promoting and then like an Eminem who was signed to Dre who had like you know was about to come out and do do uh, uh, you know a big commercial number because he just had signed a big deal so it was it was political and corporate but um, yeah my ugly face should be on there raucous so Jared you know, and the other guy, Brian, they should have should have had me on the cover. Yeah. Capital T did the beat for you. Ah, ha, ha, you fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, capital, capital, the crime lord, and, and and yeah, his name was Cap. His name was Tone, and then when Tone Low came out, his name was MC Tone. And when Tone Low came out, he just was called Capital T, and then went to Cap, Capital the Crime Lord, and he was the best white boy rapper in the neighborhood. He, he, you know, he was down with Biz, he was down with EPMD, he was down with everybody in the neighborhood. And he taught me how to flow. He said, you know, I was younger than him and, and I was like 13. And he said, yo, your rhymes are crazy, 
but you need to ride a beat better. And he'd, he'd put me in the thing with the tape and we'd just be like, check out that. And we'd just rhyme for days and days and, you know, and, and capital T is a good reason. What a lot of people say, I got one of the better flows or whatever, whether you believe it or not. That's what a lot of people say. And, uh, it's, you know, a big part of that is, is, you know, going through that training course with capital T, capital the crime lord. Yeah, he's one of, one of the better rappers of, of that era, you know. But people don't know it because he, he, he never signed that deal, you know. So. Ari to recommend you love the ladies the ice cream ice cream tea you know this one too wow yeah I'm a big fan of her she was a Philadelphia rapper I, I recently put Jean Grey onto this record too she lyrically destroyed this um yeah, wow, can't hold back. I, I, I was a big fan of this record. You, you know, you're really nerding the fuck out. And uh, yeah, this, this is an underrated record. I think she was an underrated lyricist. She, she did stuff with Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Just uh, nothing ever happened after that. She put out this little record, a couple videos. And, you know, at that time, there wasn't the independent market. So if the record label didn't sign you to do another record, it was hard to get your music out there at the time. There was no internet. So probably the label didn't, you know... Uh, get her contract for a second album and she just kind of probably had to get another job or something you know but she was great great on some of these lyrics ice cream tea ice cold medina that was uh her name yeah yeah all right director man i have a quote for you here anybody they don't like it they can gargle gargle my piss yeah yeah right is that what i said yeah yeah, yeah. gargling piss <laughs> yeah you could gargle my yeah you know if, if i say some shit you know, you could whatever the fuck uh, goggle piss. You know, uh, a lot of people opinionated in this day. Like, you know, like no one's allowed to say nothing, and if you say something, there's all these repercussions. So the the good thing about being me and having my career is I don't have to worry about anything. I you know I'm not no, no corporation's gonna take away my endorsement. I do what I do. And I could say whatever the fuck I want and have no fear. So uh, anybody who has a problem with anything I say could gargle my piss. That's true. You know, they could just right in their fucking mouth. You know. Ari to recommend, is it true that Charles Bronson wasn't afraid to grab dicks and flip people <laughs> by dicks? Could you explain? Yeah, there's, a, there's this crazy scene in The Evil That Men Do. Charles Bronson stepped on the dude's throat and ripped the guy's dick off. And the dude was way bigger than him. He was like this size. So there was a good scene in The Evil That Men Do, directed by Jay Lee Thompson. Uh, Jay Lee Thompson was a respectable filmmaker. He did stuff like the original Cape Fear and Guns of Navarro. And then he ended up doing these really violent, horrible, psych, Charles Bronson movies in the 80s, you know, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> Jay Lee Thompson, rest in peace, Jay Lee Thompson, you know. All right, Biggie, is it true that Biggie had sex in your bathroom and then broke a toilet? He broke the toilet, yeah, we brought him to the spot and, and he, he, yeah, that's, that is true, he, he, you know, I don't know if he was heavy or to- condoms was in the toilet or I don't know what the fuck happened, but like water was coming all out the fucking thing, flooding and the guy was like, what the fuck did he do to the toilet? I said, I, I don't know. So they were putting rags on the ground. Yeah, he busted that toilet up. Yeah, yeah. It's a true story. <laughs> Ari the Rugged Man, you're <laughs> doppelganger right here. Whitey Dawn. How have your careers paralleled? Well, Whitey Dawn, when I was on Jive Records, he, he's a Toronto uh, reggae artist. And when I was on Jive Records, I wanted to get the fuck off the label. When he went up to sign, he'll tell you the story himself. I, I was sitting outside with no shoes on, like, don't sign to that label. He's like, why you don't have shoes on? Fuck Jive. But uh, he signed his deal, and, and they didn't do very well for him either. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Whitey Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Ari the Rugged Man. Wow, you really, you really put in your work, brother. We are Ari the Rugged Man. We got to bring it. <laughs> Already rugged man, is it true you've used diarrhea as a weapon? Who told you that one? 
That, that's a rumor that spread throughout the industry that that, I, that the engineer got me angry. You see what it was in the 90s? I did a lot of disgust and horror. I was curious about, Was could you just diarrhea on command? How hard is it to diarrhea on command? That's not easy. Said, I was young. I was a kid. And they said that I put the shit on the walls and the mixing boards and I got crazy and shitted everywhere. I, I mean, I don't know. I was a kid, man, you know? so. <laughs> but you've used cum as a weapon, no already rugged man. Ooh, when I threw it off the balcony? I don't know how Yeah, you... what? You were jacking off the balcony onto people below? What was that all about? How'd you hear that one story, though? Yeah, that happened it, it, when I was a kid. I was a little kid, and, and I jerked off on the balcony, and I was somebody. I was pissed off. I was in some rich lady's apartment. She was trying to like do management with me or something, and I was like, what? And I got mad, and I just... I said, fuck this apartment. I started drawing cum on the people. But uh, I, was, I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. It was when I was little, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ari to Rugged Man. Why you know that story? Did, did, who told you it? Oh, you don't give your information, huh? Well, you're Ari to Rugged Man. We gotta know. Yeah, but that's not even online, and that was like a like a yeah. I don't know. You're not why. I guess you get information, huh? <laughs> Ari to Rugged Man, Biggie. Is it true that Biggie thought thought that you put cat blood on your dick and then masturbated with it? Well, it, well no. What happened is there was all these rumors circulated. So Ari did this. Ari did that, and they just got worse and worse and accumulated. Like I was the worst horrifying person that ever lived so one day i get a call like two three in the morning it's biggie and he's like look already what the fuck is wrong with you what the fuck is wrong with you i go what the fuck are you calling me like that for much career i said what are you talking about he, he said my man goes to your show and you fucking pull a fucking cat out and you're putting cat blood on your dick and, and jerking off i said that never happened and he said yo i know you you crazy you did it i'm like yo he didn't believe me i said it didn't fucking happen so he didn't even believe me but it never happened that never happened i don't know where the fuck his boy what show his boy was at but that's that yeah that was weird all right the man quote i'm christopher williams and i'll be sure combined <laughs> that's a good one i like that lyric nobody you know the younger generation don't get it but you know i said uh it's like it's 89 and i'm christopher williams and i'll be sure combined because i'm talking about being how sexual i am with these ladies you know so uh you know it's a good metaphor because back in the 80s those were the dudes that every bitch wanted to fuck every bitch wanted to fuck albie every bitch wanted to fuck christopher williams and then they kind of i guess they got older or something and nobody wanted to fuck them anymore but you know <laughs> and i thought i would give you some albie this is another gift for you to welcome to vancouver british columbia canada what do you say about this particular track or do you like albie sure i love albie sure i think his first album is a, i think this album is a classic and, and, and kyle west produced the beats and teddy riley was in the studio producing stuff i think there's a classic album i love albie Shaw's album uh, i think it's a great album you know i think that whole era had uh, lots and lots of great R&B and hip-hop albums. I think it's, it's one of the best eras of, of that, that music, you know? Even though Albie couldn't sing so good. Remember, Oprah had him on the show and was like, sing live. And people were like, whoa, Albie didn't sing as good as I thought he would, you know, because he had a lot of effects on his stuff. So there was other singers like Aaron Hall who could sing, you know, and like, like uh, but Albie had a fly style, you know? So I liked Albie's album, you know? So. All right, the rugged man, another quote for you here. Shacking up for the night at the crib with a B-movie Actress, yeah, yeah. That's a great track you have. And you have Tom Thumb on there. What can you say about Tom Thumb? He's blowing huge with this TED Talk that he did. Yeah, Tom Thumb is a great, great um, beatboxer from Australia. And I'm a friend of his. I t- and, a, and a friend of mine said, oh, he's in New York doing a show. So a couple of years back, I went to see his show. And we got connected. And then I said, yo... I want you to do this record for me. So he did it, and uh, you know, I didn't know he was gonna blow up, <clears throat> but good for him, man. He's he's a very nice person and a good, uh, good, good, uh, good beatboxer. So I'm, I'm glad. And I named the track after him. He didn't even know I was gonna name the track after him. So yeah, yeah, he's doing well for himself right now, right? 
Yeah, yeah. He got this TED Talk that's blowing huge. It's like over like three million views or something like this. A TED Talk. It's one of these great talk things. It's just people going crazy over what he's doing. You get a little bit of your style from Groucho Marx, the, the dress. I love the Marx Brothers. Yeah, I totally do. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, the Marx Brothers. I, I like... Uh, I like uh, Harpo though. He's cool. He chased, you know. Remember when he eats the phone for no reason? He did some weird shit. That Harpo guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, a rugged man. To further welcome you to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, I have another poster for you—a movie poster. If you want to open this up. All right, all right. Let's... A special poster from the movie, The Creatures, featuring Peter Cushing. Wow. This is... A horror classic from '74. Yeah, it is a great one. Wow, with Donald Pleasance. Wow. That's a great poster, man. Look at this. I'll hang that right. These are these are wait. These are gifts that you give me to keep. Yeah, you got to keep this one. Oh, that'll go right on the kitchen wall, man. It's Do you have any favorite Peter Cushing movies? Because he's done so many, you know. Oh, he's done a, a a shitload. Peter Cushing's a great, great, great. Um, you know, all the Hammer work that he do, did is great. Peter Cushing's is uh, one of the horror legends, you know. And, and Christopher Lee, but Peter Cushing's a little bit. I think I like a little Peter Cushing a little better. But a particular favorite. Um, he did so many bizarre ones. You remember we did like the creeping flesh and all these really weird ones. I, I, I'm a fan of Peter Cushing. I, I, I kind of I can't name the the favorite one right now. He did that. This one was the doll maker and it was at Asylum. He did he did quite a few interesting ones that I liked a lot. You know. So. Yeah. Ari the Rugged Man. <laughs> Nardwar. You're in a movie. You're in a movie with Schooly D and Frank Stallone. <laughs> That's the most obscure one. See. Uh, That's incredible Frank Stallone Please explain It's not out yet right well, Skid Row right It's out already Well here's the thing It's my boy Mickey He's a young kid And he used to be like A wigger rapper And he used to hey, And he used to Go and hang out with my father And my father would call me up And be like Yo this kid Mickey Raps in the neighborhood And he'd always put Mickey On the phone Rapping in my ear Dad stop making this guy Rap in my fucking ear But then uh, He worked on Bad Biology with me and he, he got bitten by the filmmaking bug, so he started directing movies. So he asked me for a favor. He said, hey, I'm doing this movie with Frank Stallone and Schooly D. Can you do this quick scene in the hotel? You make out with a hooker, and, and then you get murdered or something, or like the murderer shows up, or the hooker gets murdered. I, I didn't get murdered. The hooker gets murdered, I guess, after I leave or something. So I, I fuck her or whatever, and then walk out, and then the murderer shows up. I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see the movie yet, so I don't know if it's good or bad, but Mickey Shoshenovich is his name. Yeah. He's a director. Now, did you get a chance to meet Frank Stallone? I would like to see the interactions between you and Frank Stallone. I never met a Stallone in my life. Uh, I, I want Sylvester Stallone to play my father in a movie. But Stallone, so if you're watching this, which you're not, but if you are, you know, or your agent or something, just look up my father, Staff Sergeant Johnny Thorburn's story, and he was a big fan of yours. I think you should play him in a movie. Yeah, my father wasn't as muscular as Stallone, but he was, you know, probably a little better looking. You know, even Stallone's a good looking guy, but, you know, my dad was, you know, my dad, you know, so. All right, the rugged man, what did you think about Leprechaun in the Hood? <laughs> they made a couple of those. My boy Gabe Bartalos, uh, he's the one that uh, made the Leprechaun. And then Leprechaun back to the Hood. Back to the Hood. And it, but, but Gabe, he designed the makeup and made the Leprechaun who the fucking Leprechaun is. Yeah, Gabe. But, uh,. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Leprechaun movies. I've seen a couple of them in the theater. I saw part one and two in the theater, and I said, I'll leave the Leprechauns alone. I might have watched a little Leprechaun in the Hood at maybe Mickey's house or something, you know? But, Ari the Rugged Man, these two particular movies involving rappers, what can you tell the people about them? I got to look at it. All right. Yeah, Crush Groove. That was filmed, you know, at uh, at uh, at the Disco Fever, and, and you know... 
you know, everybody was in it. Run DMC, Fat Boys, Sheila E. You know, everybody was in it. And there's the the, the classic scene with young ass Cool J walks in the room, box, throws the box down, and just my radio and kills it. That was a dope introduction to to people that didn't know who Cool J was at the time. Which I think LL Cool J is one of the greatest that ever lived. Even though you know more recent, you know people don't fuck with him so hard. I'm a big House Party fan too. I think they did a great job on the film. I thought I thought it was a great hip hop film and. uh House Party 2, not so much. But, you know, you had the great Robin Harris and, and, and Full Force. And, and uh, Kid and Play was charismatic and they were great actors. And uh, Tisha Campbell was sexy. I, I like both of these films. I, I don't know why particularly you asked me about these two, but I, 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 I like the both of them. I just happen to have those records. That's why I asked about those particular ones. House Party, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I reached out to Kid and Play on Twitter and said, yo... I want to get you guys in a music video I'm working on, but they didn't respond. You know, if Kid and Play's watching this, which they're probably not. Oh, you think Kid and Play watches you? Oh, for sure. Yo, Kid, Play, I'm just doing this video. I need you guys in it. I just want you guys in it. I already got Kwame, uh, Greg Nice is hopping on board, Prince Paul probably. I just, I want Kid and Play to do a little bit of that kickstep in the video, you know? So. All right, the rugged man, quote, I'm Onyx throwing you the... I'm Onyx throwing you the... That's my lyric? <coughs> the gun. Oh, oh, I'm Onyx throwing your gun. I'm Funky 4 plus 1. I'm the Funky 4 plus 1. I love to you throw to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the first uh, 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 female MC on record, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, um, or one of them. I, I believe the plus 1 is the first. Shy Rock is the first, right? Do you know about that? She's one of the first indeed, yes. Yeah, yeah. if not the I believe she's the first, but I, I don't want to miss, miss uh, information type of thing, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm Funky 4 Plus 1. It's the joint. That was the shit, this record. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, Funky 4 Plus 1, that's the joint. And then there's your good buddies, the poor, righteous... Teachers, yeah. I'm doing rock this. Yeah, rock this funky joint. I think Wise Intelligent is one of the best lyricists that ever lived. I think he's an amazing MC. And you know what's, you know what's great about this new album I dropped, the Legends Never Die album, is all these people that I have all this respect for, like Wise Intelligent, who I look up to as an MC, and Chuck D from Public Enemy, and all these, they're all supporting the project. And, oh, check out this video. They all, they all like the music I'm doing. And, and uh, I'm a big, big Wise Intelligent fan. I think he's one of the GOATs, man. I think he's the most, one of the most underrated ever. Yeah, yeah. It's really neat listening to your music because you do a throwout, you know, to the funky four plus one, and you also turned me on to oh. Chill. Yeah, he, he's one. Who is this? Tell the people who did you turn me on to? I didn't know you didn't know about him. Yeah, Chill Rob G. Uh, he was produced by the Forty Five King, and he's one of the most lyrical dudes ever. And uh, didn't have too much music out because, like, like, like I said, at that time there wasn't the internet to to do the indie thing. You had to push up a vinyl. It, it wasn't easy to promote if you didn't have a some kind of machine behind you. So when he had Wild Pitch, he got a little promo. But then when he didn't do the the record again, it was hard for him, I think. But uh, it is one of the best albums ever made, in my opinion. You know, the beats are real gutter and simple, and the lyricism is very uh, uh, precise and on point. And it's funny because. You know, nobody talks about them really that often. But then when you mention them uh, with artists, they'll all, oh, Chill Rob G. Like, like you know, that Styles P favorite, uh, uh, you know, underrated rapper. And one time I see Nas being like, yo, Chill Rob G was the shit. Like, all the great rappers uh, love Chill Rob G too, you know. It's not just me being like a nerd. This, this, this was the dude. And in fact, I just did a record with him. He, you know, he, he he was doing a project in the UK and, and we, we was kicking it. I said, yeah, of course I'd do a record with you, Rob. Yeah, chill, Rob G. Ride the rhythm. Yep. When you first did records, R.A. to Rugged Man, you just went to the pressing plant and got them pressed up yourself, didn't you? Were you one of the first doing that in the 90s? 
Well, I, I uh, you know, it's funny. I, the record's gone forever, but there was a record I did as a little kid in the 80s where like, it was like a freestyle record, some group. That was the first time I was ever on vinyl, some group that was signing a profile or something and saying like freestyle. Remember that freestyle kind of music? They say, hey, come, come uh, rap on our, my joint. I was like 15, so I rapped on that and it was pressed. I was oh, shit, I'm on a record. I don't even remember the name of the fucking song but uh yeah what's the name of the group or do you remember the studio we got to track this down already the rugged man some chem chem chemicals or chem chemistry or something something weird uh, any of the people involved and we could try to get a hold of them well you know uh no i really don't this was li- literally I, I was a kid i was 15 years old in the studio do you remember and- your line yeah, it was because it, the song was like, don't, oh, what was it called? Don't cry, don't shed no tears or something. And, and I was like, no, no, never, never cry for me, baby. The way you played me out in the past, it was crazy. Some, some, some shit, you know. So it was like, I was a little kid trying to rap about love. And I had a high-pitched voice like, no, no, never, never cry for me, baby. <laughs> it was, I hope we find that shit. All right, the rugged man, Paul Wall has an album called The People's Champ. And then now you have a song called The People's Champ. Yeah, you, know, you know, a lot of people have the title The People's Champ. I, I didn't realize that uh, until after the song came out. People go, yo, Paul Wall got an album. I got a song called it. And, you know, I believe I'm The People's Champ in a lot of ways. And there could be more, you know, there's a lot of neighborhoods in the world. There could be more than one People's Champ, you know. Like, a lot of people are for the people. So, you know... Uh, we could both be people's champions, you know? All right, the Rugged Man, how into punk are you? Are you in a group with Daryl from the Bad Brains? What can you say about that? No, actually, uh, the White Man Dingoes, he has a group right now with, with MERS. And event, uh, originally, that was uh, Sasha Jenkins and Daryl Jennifer from the Bad Brains. And I went up to Woodstock. We recorded like five, six joints. And, and uh, I, I, I said, you know, uh, you know, cool, whatever. And we started the group, the White Man Dingoes. And... Uh, and uh, I'm a little difficult to work with. I'm, I'm a solo artist, you know. So, you know, so they probably uh, better off with Murs, you know. <laughs> All right, the rugged man, you were part of the greatest book ever released, Ego Trips. Yeah, well, yeah, the book of rap lists. Yeah, yeah, these are my brothers, man. Please tell the people about this particular book. Well, Sasha, that's one of the white men dingoes. And then Gabe Alvarez, they call him the Mexican for some reason. Well, he's Mexican, but I don't know why that's his name. But Chairman Mao, Brent Rollins, uh, all good people. Elliot Wilson is a little little commercial these days where, where you know, I wish he would represent hip-hop a little better. Um, he's a little bit, uh, you know, he's, he's, you know, if and I'm not dissing anybody. I just think once you hit a certain plateau, you know, you should maintain what you did a little bit, you know, and it's just not, you know, it is what it is, you know. Did you contribute at all to this book? Yeah, I contributed to this book, and they also did the big book of racism. I contributed to that book. I, I did a lot of things with Eagle. What particular did he contribute to this book? Because it's, again, an incredible, incredible book. It's actually a long time ago. Uh, shit. I think, like, you know, how to get dropped from labels and some boxing shit. I did a couple. I, I really don't know. I, um, this book is, what, 15 years old? I did a lot of shit in my life, Nardwa. <laughs> shit. But you have a lot of pressure, speaking of getting winded tonight, don't you? Is your ex-girlfriend in attendant? What? Where <laughs> did your ex-girlfriend was coming tonight? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, after my father passed, I was with this girl, took care of me very well, and uh, she's a fun girl, and she's cool. So she's, uh, she just took the trip up to say hi and she owns a, a pussy waxing business in victoria very successful one called the foxy box so if anybody's in the area in victoria want to get their pussy waxed go to the foxy box and i don't know if there's a website but you could just google victoria foxy box and you know and there's a discount if you mention r8 a rugged man right I'll, I'll tell her to do that yeah <laughs> 
All right, a rugged man. Lastly here, I want to ask you, is it true you once worked with the keyboard player from Foreigner? Whoa. I don't know how you got that one. I don't know how he got that one. Where do I, do I talk that much? That's crazy. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. In fact, it was before they had the whole, um, the what's the shit that everyone complains about? The damn, uh, vo- uh, not vocoder, but what's the new school ver- uh Auto-tune. It was before the auto-tune. So there was the vocoder, you know, with the with the high pitch, that, you know, Roger Troutman and Zap Band and all that stuff. So, you know, I was a fan of Teddy Riley. So I was doing a remix to Bloodshed and I said, I want to do that Teddy Riley vocoder shit. You know, it sounded almost like the old school version of the, of the whatever the fuck it is, the auto-tune. So uh, my man Dave Greenberg, who ran Rock and Roll Studio, that's where like Red Man and Eric and all that, Eric Sermon and we were all recording out of. He said, yo, my partner is from Foreigner. He plays the keyboards. He has the vocoder machine. So I was like acting like I was Teddy Riley. I had the fucking thing in my mouth, like singing. And he was playing a key. And I was like, bloodshed, doing the whole fucking vocoder machine thing. And yeah, that, that's a very rare story. I didn't even know nobody would even fucking know that one. You're, you're, you're kind of psychotic with that, man. Yeah, that was a lot of years ago. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, R.A. to Rugged Man. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Nah, just Legends Never Die is in stores right now. And if you haven't heard it from front to start, you got to listen to it from front to, front to start. Yeah, why should people care about R.A. to Rugged Man? Well, because uh, I'm one of the best in the game, and I work very hard to make the best music in, in the game. And, and my album, Legends Never Die, will prove it. If you, if, you know, I'm not trying to sell it. I don't even give a fuck if you just listen to it for free, which I'd rather you not. I'd rather you support so I could make another great album. But um, you just got to listen to it. It's, 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 uh, it's a classic album, and I'm very, very, very proud of my album, Legends Never Die. And I'm going to be promoting it for the next six, eight months to make sure as many people get to hear it as possible, you know? So... Well, thanks so much, R.A. the Rugged Man. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot, doodaloot, doot. Doot, doot. Hey, let me ask you, how did, how'd you get so known? Like, how come everybody knows your fucking ass? Everybody's like, yo, Nardwa, you're interviewing with Nardwa. How'd that happen? How'd you get so known, Nardwa? <laughs> you don't answer questions. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. In this future of hip-hop history, I'm here to bring on the people's champ, R.A. The Rugged Man. I'm the champ, I'm the champ, I'm the champ of that. Put your hands up. Tell the world now. This is how we do it. We're here to turn it out. Put your hands up. My flow reminiscent of a prime grand pool ball My tongue sharper than the sword to the Japanese Yakuza Beats always slamming like Della Like Ali was the man in Manila Man the gorilla, I'm a nicer striker than Anderson Silver I'm conquering like Hannibal on the back of an elephant I'm the best even if I'm pink and I'm pale and I'm lacking in melanin I've been a problem since my first birth date In the delivery room, I hit the ground and it caused the earthquake The school hallways, I was pissing in As a kid, I was lacking in discipline Ignoring authorities and never listening I come from the slummiest of slum villages Killing evil, you come from a village of disco Dancing village people, you other rappers, I'm obliterating. My flow is the Michelangelo, Sistine Chapel, you ain't even finger painting. I'm swinging nunchucks and hitting you dump, making you duck down like walking bus trucks. I'm eyeing you fat and seeing which one. I'm making the gun bust, I'm bringing the blood guts. Come on, I get it done for the people. I'm the champ, I'm the champ for the people. I bring home the title to the
Oscars and money and the Grammy and an Academy Award. It's a brutal lyrical verbal version of Gaddy and Ward. If I bust in your eye, it might blind you. As a kid, I was too hyper. Sniffing pancake syrup from Aunt Jemima. Sip wine with Jesus till I'm in a drunken stupor. Then I slap box God and sumo wrestle with Buddha. I ain't dumbing it down. I'm murdering it and gunning it down. These other artists, I'm above them even if I'm under the ground. A rapper with a Maybach or a car that my ass can't afford. I rip out the windshield and I on your dashboard. Don't make me laugh, young blood newcomer. Your mother was a crackhead. You a crack baby. Fresh out of the dumpster. Smacking your hurt. Y'all murk your massacre. Mass murder. Blasted. Stashing the burner. The trash lurker. I'm worse than Rambo. Burma. I'm dumb in the head. I'm not a fast learner. The white boy version of Nat Turner. Come on. I get it done for the I'm the champ. I'm the champ. I'm the Bring home the title to the I'm shining like diamonds in Africa I'm mathematical, scientific Like Benjamin Banniger Rowdy than riots in attic I got identity issues It's self-hatred A pissed off wigger Acting like I just stepped off Of the slave ship I kill any beat And murder any track Mutilate the snip The kick drum And on the hi-hat Come on I get it done for the I'm the champ I'm the champ For the Bring home the title To the It's about out east, we got the talent eating it up like a Sunday feast. Here from the dock, 
the goat get the priest Cause as of now, MCs are deceased Straight from the mic, all trouble release You wanna scratch like a cake, I'll dish you a piece I need a scratch, now my battery's banging Sorry for the poison, mean to leave you hanging I'm good to go so that you know my words flow I got the voice as choice, kicking in this demo Getting fully, fully paid with my man Andrew Jackson My bank account and Ben Franklin just maxing So I sit court, while my fifties I sort Once in a while I lounge about in the gear that I brought Taking daily shopping sprees with major credit cards Buying up before disregard Money ain't the object cause I got it to fling My lower closet's where the valley and the upper's just king Step up on the platform, kid, if you're so irate We complete with defeat, it's not added to fate Test your skills, if you will, don't let us trouble your faith For the almighty JVC Force, the boys with some great Strong Island Out crews by the threes and fours, cut us out, cut the beat while we take a short pause. With a bliss to my style, there's a twist And for the ladies, this damn is sealed with a kiss This is live, no jive, high poke from our live The trio made it, now you know it's got to be live I think so, and if you don't meet us down at the bank Then hit the record store for Billboard and see how it ranks Take the lump out your throat and try to play like we're friends Cause all you know is that a group of strong, I did it again Don't tell your posse that you took me out Cause you're a soft hot rock, the fact to be do Is that you're on my job, don't try to play You didn't know that I knew I had to renovate my thing for duck suckers like you we all know how the story goes Time after time Your jealousy shown You're burning up inside But the force don't care Signing off is A&B Way out of here Like Bella Storm Island
and you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard there from 1988, JVC Force with Strong Island. And before that, R.A. the Rugged Man with People's Champ. And before that, an interview with R.A. the Rugged Man. To end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, wanted to play yet another thing that was sent to me. This was sent to me by the Itman and Ilka, and it is from Cleveland, Ohio. We're going to hear the Itman from the Greatest Its, and we are going to hear Bowie Dick Test. That is Bowie Dick Test by the Itman. Thank you, Ilka, again for sending this. From the greatest it's and the it men are from Cleveland, Ohio. Also going to play something by the Courtney's who are playing tomorrow. Sorry, not playing tomorrow in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, who are playing on Sunday in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada here as part of the Victory Square block party. They're going on last. So probably just as it's getting dark, you'll be able to see a whole bunch of tunes by the Courtney's and Victory Blocks Party is presented by CITR Radio and Music Waste. Check it out at Victory Square Block Party, victorysquare.net, something like that. You can go check it out. They are playing a whole bunch of tunes by all the different bands on CITR all the time, and all the radio stations are playing all the bands because it's such a great lineup this year. So this Sunday, the Terminal City Ha, I say the word Terminal City because I'm flashing back to Terminal City magazine. Flashing back, no, it's the Music Waste and CITR presents the Victory Square Block Party. Shout out, though, to Terminal City for originally kicking it off. So we are going to hear the Courtney's with Mannion. And we are also going to hear something brand new by the Belladines from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on Neptune Records. We're going to hear... Alma Dukes, a brand new 7-inch by the Belladines on Neptune Records, Alma Dukes. And lastly, we are going to end with something that was yet, 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 yet again sent to me. And this was sent to me by Remember the Radio from RememberTheRadio.com. And we are going to hear something from their amazing 12-inch that has... Alta, California on one side, and the other side is a whole bunch of singles by Remember the Radio. And we are going to hear Tengo Mi Vida a Mi Vida by Remember the Radio to end the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. And this is the note that was sent to me from John from Remember the Radio. Dear Nardwar, Side A is a Mexican-American war story. Side B is a compilation of various recording sessions. It was released in April. Next LP out in October. It's the Bee's Knees. Again, if you're interested in these guys, check them out at RememberTheRadio.com. And so that will be the last track that I'll be playing today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. So to begin with, the It Men, then... The Courtney's from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Then the Belladines from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And then remember the radio. Here's the It Men from Cleveland, Ohio with the Bowie Dick Test. <laughs>
Waste and CITR present the ninth annual Victory Square Block Party. An afternoon of fundraising, comedy, nature, and of course music, all in a historic setting with you and your friends. Well, I can't see. 
What's that? You and your friends isn't grammatically correct. Well, that's not really important right now because we're talking about the Victory Square Block Party, which features Slam Dunk, The Courtneys, Slow Learners, Christy Lane Sinclair, Young Brazed, Cascadia, and the V Vecker Ensemble. It all happens for free on September 1st from 2 to 9 p.m. Be there or be Victory Square. I'm feeling like Lando Calvizian, city in the clouds all white and obsidian. Shoe color very like city in earth sets veins. Your shirt so stained, skirt so drained when she see me on stage. Red Jam Slam Society presents Radio Fest Fundraiser on September the 6th, 2013, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Radio Cafe, 101 Hastings Street in Vancouver on the corner of Columbia. Come and meet our lineup of Aboriginal professionals and our ever-expanding cultural industry featuring model Jolene Alicia Mitten and Carver Andy Wesley. With these artists and more, we will be raising funds for our first ever radio festival to be held within days on September 10th to the 13th in celebration of reconciliation.